Hello everyone, uh, welcome to the Mike Armstrong podcast show and the Mike Armstrong YouTube channel. Um, I've, uh, I've got a feature on my podcast which is called The Wolf of Wales. Uh, it's a sales feature where I provide sales training, information and advice. Um, and I thought um, as I got the Welsh flag, as I'm dressed to impress, first time since lockdown began really, when I've been wearing uh, joggers and uh, casuals uh, pretty much all, all the six months uh, because I've been uh, exercising twice a day so I've got time to keep getting changed all the time because I'm a, a massive action massive activity kind of guy and so I have got uh, time to, uh, to to get changed in amongst all the podcasts the zooms and all of that which I've been doing so uh, so yeah but now I'm dressed uh, I'm dressed in my suit and I've got my shades on and the future's so bright and I've got the dragon behind me, so I thought, well, it's the time to do a Wolf of Wales episode, really. So just kind of a little bit of a, a chat about uh, my podcast and what I've been doing on there. I've been doing uh, an A to Z of sales series where I've uh, gone into some tips and advice about different aspects and areas of sales based on, um, you know, different letters of the alphabet, things like, you know, closing and uh, objection handling and, uh, creating urgency and all those sort of things, all the things that uh, salespeople have. One of my early episodes actually was on um, the, the if you want to be good at sales, then stop selling and start providing solutions. So actually start question, you know, asking questions, start questioning people and, and actually get into the bottom of what it is that they want or they need and then work out how you can provide them what, what that is, the answer to their problems. So, you know, if you can get into solution sales rather than actually just selling people stuff they don't need, then not only will you have better um, KPIs, better performances and better performance indicators, you'll be a better salesperson, get better results, but you'll also be able to build relationships with, with people long term, which means you'll get much better results down the line. So, you know, stop, uh, stop worrying about, you know, making money and selling people stuff and all of that and just to try and work out how you can help people and how you can give them value and benefit them and benefit their lives and ultimately if you can help them with good products and services and solutions then people will choose to buy from you you don't need to sell them anything let them choose to buy it's up to them isn't it if they want to buy or not but if you offer something fantastic for them that's going to solve a problem or you know fulfill a desire then you're going to be able to get somewhere much quicker. So I just thought I'd come on and just uh, explain a little bit about what I've been doing on the podcast, uh, but also create a, a content and, and an episode for the actual YouTube channel, which mostly to date has only been having my entrepreneur chats on, but I, I've recorded a lot of episodes on my podcast, which includes things like The Wolf of Wales, which is about sales, King of Marketing, which is about marketing, the voice of social media, which is about social media. Um, what else is another one? Oh, uh, Network of 2018, which is about networking and also entrepreneurship tips and advice and training and that sort of thing, which uh, sort of is a bit of all of it wrapped up together. And uh, and so, yeah, my Wolf of Wales episodes, uh, I've enjoyed doing them because I, I, I've been in sales since I was 11. I'm coming up to uh, 43 now. So that's like 32 years of sales. And I've seen it. I've, I've done it. I, I've learned it. You know, I've, I've seen everything really in that time. And, uh, you, know, um, I, you know, I listen to a lot of great uh, sales and marketing trainers. Um, people like Grant Cardone, uh, Brian uh, Tracy, um, 
Gary V, all these sort of guys. And um, what, what I hear from them is the same sort of stuff that I teach my clients and my customers. So you know, ultimately, the people are, are out there who are teaching stuff are teaching the same sort of stuff I'm teaching. So that's why I decided to create a podcast and a YouTube channel and get that content on those platforms because, uh, you know, it's good content. It's, it's, you know, tried and tested. It's, it's learned over the years. And it's going to help some people. And you know, everyone needs help with their sales. A lot of people have gone from uh, doing field sales now to doing telesales. I actually went from doing telesales. Actually, I did door-to-door sales. Then I went to telesales. And then I went to field sales. Then I went back to telesales. And then I went back to solution sales. I've done a bit of exhibition, marketing, networking sales, and all sorts in amongst that. And then more recently, did a bit of e-commerce sales. And then run my own business. And then... Uh, helped other people grow their businesses. So done all sorts of sales, really. And um, for those people who are actually going from, um, they're going from field sales to now doing Zoom sales or they're doing telesales, they need to uh, learn some of the skills and the tricks which 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 I learned when I was doing telesales because you know you can't just rely on your personality, what you look like, uh, all that sort of thing. When you're if you're on Zoom, people can still see what you look like, but they can't understand your body language um you know if you're doing telesales they can't see you so you tell me what you say on the phone and that sort of thing so i'm just going to go through you know some tips a bit of advice and stuff that um that uh, i think is relevant for this day and age and relevant for now so and what i would say with telesales all about what you sound like so you've got to get good at sounding good whilst you're sat down like i am now if you're going to be making calls sat down or if you actually stand up so if you stand up and you make your calls, then you're actually going to project much louder and much more confident and that sort of thing. So people are going to uh, trust you and, and think that you know you, you know what you're talking about if you're projecting better and you're sounding better. So a lot of people actually make calls while standing up, and that can be a really, really good thing to do. I'm actually going to sit down now as well, though, uh, um, because it's easier for the, the filming. But, um, you know, I also can project and, and, and do all of that sort of stuff sitting down as well, because I, I suppose you've just got a lot of experience and I've got a lot of energy and passion. And so that can come out even in a sit down, in a sat down position. But, um, you know, you do need to, you know, project, you know, smile, smile when you're speaking to people, because the smile will come across. It comes across in your tonality and it comes across in your tempo and in what you're saying etc um, and then when you're ringing people you know the, the thing is people are busy they're, they're busier now than they've ever been you know a lot of people so it's, you know when you it's the same as if you go networking i do a lot of business networking but if you go networking if you're phoning people you need to be able to get out of you what it is that you do to benefit them as quickly as you can so, so I, I can do like 10 second pitches 30 second pitches minute pitches three minutes five minutes eight minutes there's a lot of people I listen to what they say in a minute or two or three or five and I don't know what they do because they just waffle they, you know they're not to the point it's, it, it's all about what they're offering or what they're doing rather than actually what's in it for, for me so for example with me I help people to get more customers that's, that's what I do so I can get that into, into two seconds if I want to explain a little bit more. I guess I want to help people get more customers by using the power of the internet or, you know, by using things like, you know, their website, their social media, their um, LinkedIn, their, their YouTube, their um, podcast. 
wherever. I use digital um, tools, digital marketing platforms to allow businesses to be able to communicate to more people, their message, their story, their mission, their vision, their values, all the sort of things they need to communicate as a business in order um, to attract other attention. And they also need to be able to come up with things like um, urgency creators and um, offers and things to hook people, get, get their attention, etc. So you know, whether you're um, doing this on the phone or on Zoom or face-to-face, -face, you need to be able to, you know, short, sharply and to the point, tell people what it is that's in it for them. So, so for example, you know, it's not about I can give you SEO services, I can give you web marketing, I can give you this, I can give you that, I can do this, I can do that, I can do the other. They're all sort of features of, of the service that I offer or, or features of the product, etc. But what you need to get into is what's in it for them. So what's in it for them is all, they use all of those tools to help them get more customers, to help them grow their business, etc. So if I phone somebody up and I say, listen, I've got loads of ways, you know, 360 degrees of sales and marketing that I can help you to get more customers and help you to grow your business. Can I have a couple of minutes of your time so I can go through some of those with you and give you an idea of what it's going to cost you? Then that's straight into the what's in it for them and the, and the how you can help them and, and, and what the next step of the process is. So you need to be able to get sharp on that. So when you're ringing someone up, you know, forget about, you know, yeah, tell them who you are and where you're from and then get straight into and how you can help them. Straight in to the point. Yeah, sometimes if you've got a bit more time, sometimes people have got a bit of time, you can put a bit of rapport building in. So you can ask people, for example, how, how, how their day's been, how their business is going at the moment. And they just come back on holiday, picking like now is September, for example. So the, the chances are people may have just come back off holiday. Um, so you, you use things, you know, tools around you and uh, things that you can um, call upon, depending on the situation that you're in. Have you had a good Christmas, just after Christmas? You're looking forward to summer holidays, just before the summer holidays. You can drop stuff in that's relevant, that is relevant to most people, and it's going to get them to com converse with you and drop their guard, etc. But sometimes people haven't even got time for that. So sometimes you've got to just skip to the point and actually get to the what's in it for them. If then they uh, listen to the what's in it for them and they're interested, you can do a bit of rapport building then. So you can say, brilliant, you know, how are things going at the moment, blah, 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 blah. And then, and then actually to get to the crux of how you can help people in that solution type sales approach to, to actually how I can solve your problems or how I can fulfill a desire, to get to that point, you need to actually get them to tell you what it is that they want or what it is that they need. So it's all about asking open-ended questions. So not like, you know, are you interested in a holiday? Yes or no. Are you interested in my product? Yes or no. You know, people are going to say, yeah, they're going to say no. But actually, you know, um, tell me a little bit about your business. You know, um, tell me a little bit about how you're marketing your business at the moment. You know, and then people will just say whatever they want to say, whatever's in their mind. And they'll get to the, 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 the bits of juicy information if you listen take notes in the early days, I don't know, because I, I, I just remember it, but in the early days, take notes, write everything that they say down, they'll tell you, you know, so that people, are, if you ask them, you know, how you've been on with your market at the moment, they'll say, oh, well, yeah, it's going really well, but, and then they'll start off with the positives, and then they'll, they'll start, oh yeah, but, you know, I'm spending a lot of time on Facebook, and that's not working for me, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, and I'm, nobody's ringing me on my website, and whatever, eventually it'll come out if you just let them talk, and you let them meander, etc. and if, for example, it's not coming out, and all you need to do is, is keep asking, keep probing, asking more questions, more open-ended questions in that area. So they say, oh, yeah, my market is doing great at the moment. Okay, brilliant. And is there anything uh, part of your market that's not working that well at the moment? And, you know, so just keep opening them up, keep opening them up. People will keep telling you, et cetera. So, so open, asking open-ended questions and just listening and taking information in is a great way of 
understanding what other people care about, what they are talking about, because they're not going to talk to you about stuff they don't care about. They're not going to talk about stuff that's not of interest to them. They're going to talk to you about their real life, their situation, their facts, their information, what's inside them, what's inside their brain. You know, the things that you can actually help them with is what's going to come out in the conversation. So just, you know, listen to people, ask them good questions, get to the point of what it is that they need. Then, what you need to do then is be clever about what you offer and how it helps them to deliver what it is that they need or what they're looking for so how it solves the problem how it gives them the desired effect that they want etc etc and that's all about understanding the products and services are complex they're multifaceted multi-layered so so if for example somebody wants help getting more customers well i got loads of products i can offer them to help them to do that it's about working out okay which of all of the solutions that i can provide which are the ones that are more likely to be of interest to them because it's more in in uh, in tune and in line with maybe what they're doing at the moment or what they what information they're already been thinking about weighing up whether they want to be doing that so you know it's better to, to, to provide someone you know with a solution that's you know was already in their mind and, and, and is potentially the next logical step for them and to provide them with a solution that's a bit far out that's too far away from where they are now so like a lot of the time when I'm helping with social media for example I need to help them with Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn because that's what they're using or if they want to step to a new one, they might, you might want to go to Instagram. But, you, you know, turning around and trying to sell them, say, TikTok, when they haven't even been producing videos on Facebook and Twitter, is too far removed, is too big a step. So it's about taking them through steps, next by next, the next logical step, the next place, etc. rather than just, you know, trying to provide them with something that's too far away from where they are now, and it's too, too big a decision, and, and, and it's not in the right space right now. So, um, so yeah, you know, there's, there's some tips and advice, you know, for people who go networking or people doing telesales on how to talk to people, communicate with people and get from them what it is that you need from them in order to help them as best that you can. So uh, that would be uh, some of my uh, sales uh, tips, really. Uh, I've got some other tips for, for people doing telesales, which I picked up over the years. For example, say you're ringing a, a company and it's like uh, 02920, which is the Cardiff local area dialing code. And then it's sort of like, I don't know, 412500. Yeah, well, 500 is the main switchboard. Usually then the directors are like 501, 502, 503, 504, etc. So if you're trying to get hold of a decision maker in a business and you and you phone the, the gate and it's well guarded gate, you can't get through them or, you know, they're not interested or whatever, you know, always try and go through the gate first, you know, the, the receptionist, try and get on their side, get them to put you through to the right people in the business. If you're trying to get through to the decision makers, not the users or the influencers, and so the decision makers, the people that can, but they're often more guarded. So sometimes they'll send you lower down and you've got to work your way up. So you can try and speak to you know, the person lower down and get them to introduce you to someone higher up. Or you can um, sometimes, if you can't get through the gate or you can't get past people, you can actually just try ringing 501, 502, 503, 504. And sometimes you'll just land upon their, their, their desk. So that's a little strategy that works when you're doing a lot of calls and you're making a lot of um, telesales calls. Um, but also, um, if you ring p uh, directors before, you know, nine and after five, for example, if you ring reception numbers, a lot of the time the gates, the, the gatekeepers and receptionists only work nine till five. Directors and managers and business owners work a lot longer hours than that. They tend to get in early in the morning, leave late at night. So actually, if you ring the reception number 
before the hours of work, sometimes you'll get answered uh, by one of the decision makers. So that's another little tip that that, that works. It's a little strategy that works for for anyone involved, you know, involved in telesales and making outbound calls, etc. Um, and then you know uh, efficiencies. You know, so you know a lot of people will ask you send some information by email. Some people will tell you don't do that. I'll say you know in corporate world especially sometimes it's good to send an email try not to send it to one person but find out who the the users the influencers the decision makers the different people involved in the process find out who those people are and actually um, include them all in the email so get the three email addresses send them information about how um, you can save them money or how you can provide a better value for money or how you can improve their efficiency improve whatever you can do Send it to all of them. So different people involved in in different uh, parts of the process and have different um, Incentives uh, for, for switching or changing suppliers or buying products or spending money You want to try and cover off all of the different angles. So so um, I would send information But I use sort of like stock email template information, but I never send a stock email template information I use that for efficiency, but tailor the top bit and the bottom bit to the actual conversation. And if you keep them in, for example, in your folders, in your email system, you can just grab, copy and paste the email, have your attachments ready or whatever, or forward an email like, like you said before, change the top end, the bottom end to make it tailored to, to, to the situation. Have your uh, attachments, your information, make sure they're good quality and they're going to help sell your product or service. They go on there, all of the benefits, the things that's in it for them, not just all the features, which a lot of people would uh, send by mistake, mistakenly send. And it's not, you know, it's not, people aren't interested in what your product does, they're interested in what it does for them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, that's a, another good tip which I would give people um, who are doing telesales is, is, is send emails, especially to corporates, uh, but just send it to a m multiple people and make sure they're good emails and they're short, sharp to the point of what's in it for them with attachments for more information for them to look at and actually information that's going to be helping you sell the deal, etc. So um, that would be good as well. Another tip I would have is, um, you know, on a Monday morning, for example, a lot of people are in meetings. If you're ringing businesses Monday morning, especially bigger businesses, you're not going to get a lot of uh, answers, which is you're going to ring a load of people and have to ring them all again. So um, instead of doing that, chase up all your emails, you know, do all your admin, have all your meetings, etc., so that you can get straight into good calling time then. Once all of the meetings are out of the way Monday morning, get into good calling time. That's an important way of shaping your day, to ring people when they're more likely to be contactable and do other stuff around the times when they're not so good to be contacted. So do all your admin, all your paperwork and that during a Monday morning when there's the meetings or during lunch times and that sort of thing. Keep the rest of the time free for doing your calling. And that way then you're going to get a much more efficient use of your time. You're going to get much better results. So, um, and then if you're doing deals, you should be looking to try and close them with urgency creation and with offers and stuff, short-term offers that they've got to take their, them and there because otherwise they're going to make decisions at the end of the month. But if you give them immediate purchasing incentives or you give them, you know, a, a price fix for a couple of days or give them a reason to, to, to make a decision earlier, then you can get decisions earlier. But also, you know, a good time to actually close four appointments is the end of the month because people are looking for deals. So you can offer some sort of incentives or extra product or a discount on the price to get people to make decisions at the end of the month. You also could do that on Fridays. Fridays is a great day for bringing people up and closing business because people are happier on a Friday and they're more likely to say yes. 
um, especially after lunchtime on a Friday, but not too late. You know, if you're trying to ring decision makers after, say, three o'clock on a Friday, they're all gone. But they're all out at lunch, say, 12 till one or one till two. So actually, sort of one till two or two till three is a great time to ring people. They've had a, a bit of Dutch courage. They're feeling happy. They're looking forward to the weekend. Bring them up. Have you made a decision on this deal? They're feeling happy. More likely to say yes. Like, psychologically, they're more likely to say yes than they're not. You know, especially if you have a laugh and a joke with them, etc. So, um, yeah, there's uh, so, some tips, some information from the Wolf of Wales about sales. Those especially looking to get more involved in uh, telesales. I'm going to also just give you a couple of tips for Zoom as well. If you do online networking events on Zoom, which I do a lot of, then within the chat feature, you can actually direct message people as well. So that's a bit like having private conversations at a networking event. So don't just do a messages to everyone and, and so everyone will see, but get in, book appointments, um, you know, um, offer some features and benefits, do your short pitches, all that sort of stuff in the chat area of the Zoom event, and you'll find you get a lot more out of the online events than if you literally just wait your turn listening to the information and uh, you know not getting really involved in one-to-one in, in -one chat. So that would be um, some of my tips for Zoom. Both these telesales tips and these Zoom tips are very relevant to right now, to this situation, and to a lot of people in sales. So hopefully I've been of some help to you. Remember to check out my Wolf of Wales features on my Mike Armstrong podcast, which you can find on all good podcasting stations. Just search for uh, hashtag Wolf of Wales, uh, hashtag Mike Armstrong podcast, or um, hashtag wow, hashtag wow podcast. Uh, you know, lots of hashtags. I love hashtags. I love hashtagging things. Um, you can also find all my content at hashtag Mike Armstrong. And you can also um, visit and find out lots of information at my website, which is MikeArmstrong.me. That's pretty much it. That's all I need to say. Nothing else left to say other than have a great day. I know I will. And thanks very much for listening. Cheers. Bye-bye. The Wolf of Wales sales series is brought to you by Sales and Marketing Consultancy, MA Consultancy. And you can find out more about these by visiting www maconsultancycardiff.com Have a good evening. Cheers. Bye-bye.